Now establishing data link. Accessing. Good evening and welcome to Make It So, the Star Trek podcast, uh, episode two. And this week we are discussing, should Star Trek use more swear words? Yes. Yes. Well, it's a tricky question. Let's introduce ourselves first of all, sorry. Okay, I'm Mike Dawson. And I'm Richard Smith. Tristan O'Field's not with us this week. Uh, He's off in a small barn somewhere. No Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. So should there be swearing in Star Trek? Yes. Now, tricky thing, not quite a black and white question, I don't Mm. think. Because Star Trek, I think, gets a lot of its popularity by being on all the time. Yes. It, you can show an episode of Star Trek any time of day. Kids love it. Old people love it. We love it. Mm-hmm. Being in the middle. Yes. Um, so I don't know. Yet it would be more realistic if we use swear words. Yeah. But do you think that the no swearing policy is a lot to do with Gene Roddenberry's vision for the future? No. Right. Now, this is where the argument comes in because they do use swear words. But oh. they use TV-friendly swear words. Right. There's a bit of Jesus going around, isn't there? There's a bit of, oh, my God. Yeah. There's a bit of occasional bastard, occasional fuck, occasional shit. I've never heard of fuck in No, Star I've never Trek. heard of fuck either. I'm lying there. Once or twice I've done shit we said earlier, didn't we? The, yeah. Uh, obviously, the Data and Generations and Alfred Woodard and First Contact. And yeah. once with Captain Kirk in Star Trek Four, mm. which was movie swearing. So it's all kind of TV-friendly swearing, isn't it? But then yeah. you've got the Gene Roddenberry aspect of whether or not, you know, will people swear in the future? Yes, but they do. But they just don't use... I think people will always swear. Mm. There's always going to be profanity. Yeah. I get what he's saying. You know, when there was the press, press conference for Next Gen when it first came out and he was asked, why doesn't Captain Picard wear a wig? And the answer was, because in the future people don't care that he's bald. Yeah. It's not an issue. And other things like that. But this... There'll always be profanity. Yeah. It's always going to be swearing. You'd, you'd think. There's sort of like, I don't know, you kind of got the whole TV swearing thing in general. And, I mean, it, it applies to a lot of lot of shows. Any, anything other than HBO-produced stuff from America anyway doesn't have any swearing in it. And it always drives me up the wall when something really serious happens and no one swears. <laughs> it's just like, you know what I mean? Well, we've got a ship on coming up on sensors. Okay, put it on the screen. It's a ball cube. Fuck me! You know, where, where's that? You know, that's what you'd, you'd see more of, you know. Do people swear generally in military-based conversation when you're talking to your commanding officer anyway? I mean, if you're in a submarine now and you're the, the sonar guy. I suppose it depends on the captain, doesn't it? I don't know. Depends on your commander. Sort of like the lower down. In certainly in the British military, it's different, yeah. isn't it? I don't know about the American or any other military for that matter. But you know, you don't swear with officers or something like that. No. If you go down to the privates, to the grunts, then you have a lot more. It's just not profanity. Done. It's just not done. No expletives, as it were. That said, out of all the squaddies and people like that I've ever met, yeah, they swear. Mm. They swear. They swear, mate. You've ever blush it's not good it's just another one of those things that we think would make star trek realistic but isn't in there yeah it ties in with my screensaver theory right which is the the theory that you're going through space there's nothing to look at unless you're actually on a mission and you're there by the planet whatever there's nothing to look at you're not telling me there wouldn't be an episode of the simpsons playing from time to time on that big screen yeah, the whole television thing. They kind of backtracked with that on Enterprise, didn't they? And they yeah. had movie nights where they only showed 1950s movies for some bizarre reason. It would be. Days are how long to the nearest planet? Six hours, Captain. Oh, stick a South Park on. Yeah. 
I'll have a coffee. Anyone want a coffee? <laughs> well, he had his nose, tea or grey hot. But yeah, 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 he's sort of like, well, got some time to kill here. What are we going to do? It would I, so happen. Go down to the holodeck? Well, no, because then people turn real and it's all bad. No, um, we don't want any malfunctioning holograms walking around the ship. Yeah. Let's just watch TV. Because sometimes things can't come off the holodeck. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things can when it's amusing, such as the next gen when Captain Picard gets hit by a snowball thrown by Wesley Crusher as he walks past. How did that happen? The snowball should have ceased to exist as it hit the door. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. But it didn't. No. It hit Captain Picard and he had to go and get changed and was angry at Wesley. Now, normally any excuse to be angry at Wesley, fine. Mm. I'm okay with that. He shouldn't have been on the fucking ship. But... That's another you know, show. That's another show. Yeah, Where's that's the an entire show. Why was a child piloting the ship? And he's still special enough to get all these iTunes songs back. Yeah. Did you see that in the news? No. He, Will Wheaton has his own special personal blog, as you would when you're a big megastar, or Will Wheaton, and... He was blogging about how he installed the latest iTunes, wiped all his music off. That's how good he is. He can't install iTunes without destroying his machine, yet he can fly the Enterprise. And Apple let him re-download all his music free of charge because he was Wesley. Aww. I want to say that word I'm not allowed to say. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, and they're not allowed to say it on Star Trek. Most certainly not. Most certainly not to say that one on Star Trek. But, you know, you just think, like, someone gets hit by a phaser, you know, and it's on stun, and, Mm. you know, you're hurting. You're hurting on the floor. Oh, you bastard. Why did you have to go and do that for? You fucking cock. Why did you do that? Yeah. That would happen from time to time. There's never a situation where they stun someone a little bit. He's just on the floor. Oh, I'm not. Why did you do that? And it turned it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that really hurts. So you stop trying to stun me. Just smash his head in, will you? Just, sm- just hit him with something. That never happens. No. Um, it's just the floors with Star Trek. Where there's no toilets. There's no seat belts. No control panel has a fuse in it and all will explode. <laughs> And again, the screensaver. I want to. I want to see that moment where he goes on screen. Why can't I see it? Oh, can you? It's the screensaver. Just move the mouse. Oh, just. All oh, right. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That needs to happen. Yeah. More of that stuff. Well, you never hear the bitching. You know what I mean? I mean, Riker wouldn't like Captain Picard all the time. I mean, he's American. Picard's French. Doesn't work. You know, it doesn't always. They don't always gel together. You never hear like Riker sitting down with Troy and just going, you know what? Sometimes I think Picard's a real bastard yeah have you heard what he's done today yeah fucking hell i can't believe it disgusting yeah no one ever calls the women names no and you can't tell me that wharf and Riker have never sat down and had a pint no and gone troy's a fucking bitch isn't she (laughs) oh god cock tease woman you know she drives me nuts why won't she pack it in never happens no you know, sit, you know, sit, yeah, sit down and just go, you know what, you know what, when, when I was with her, this happened and this happened, you know what the dirty bitch did, you know, yeah. straight away. Just like, I, I'm very sure that Picard and Riker have had a couple of drinks one evening and Riker goes, so, it's just you and me, you shag crusher, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying, mate, I'm not saying. No, no, come on. You have, you've, you, you've tapped that ass. No, no. <laughs> I just not. say tap that ass. Tap that ass, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I can see Riker saying that. I can't see Picard saying that. Though. No. No. I can see Picard saying, get your foot off my control panel. Yeah. He never says that. No. The, all the Riker dramatic pose. Something serious is happening, so I'm going to just lean over Geordie and point my crotch at him dramatically. <laughs> 
Rom- Romley and Commander yeah. comes on screen, you know, while well, my first officer doesn't put his foot on the furniture, There'd does There'd be a footprint yeah. worn out on the side of the control panel. No, any of them. Yeah. More likely, who's, who would be most likely to swear out of all of the Star Trek canon? McCoy, blatantly. McCoy so would have sworn. M- McCoy, McCoy has a dirty fucking mouth on him. He never walked off chuntering. He should have done that after the whole, I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. Fucking, fucking dick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, should, should have been more of that. Like, no swearing for Spock. We'll give you that. Yeah, Data, fair enough. Odo, fair enough. All of those that little, I want to be human sort of thing. You know, see the good side and everything. No, no, no. fair enough. But Cisco, Cisco, come on, Cisco. Cisco was, was Cisco an was, angry man at Cisco the best was of times. Angry man, yeah. Unless he, he never seemed to have a normal mood. He was either exceedingly happy or he was going to rip your head off. Yeah, and. He didn't really swing between the two, did he? No, he was, he was, you know, occasionally he was a bit calm in the later seasons, but he never, you know, yeah, he was always just going to brick someone, wasn't he? I'd have liked to have seen him doing more hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, they didn't have enough of that. Picard never hit me. I'm not, not Picard. Picard. <laughs> you fucking dick. Yeah. Yeah, more of that. Get the fuck off my station <laughs> now. That's the one. You Don't know. want you here. Oh, just as they're going to, you know, when it's like that satisfying moment where uh, was it in Generations when... Um, uh, they've worked out how to destroy the bird of prey, haven't they? Or they found the bird of prey. What was it that the bird of prey had in Generations that was special? Now, let me think. It was... Could it... Oh, I don't want to say it could firewall cloak, because that is too much Star Trek 6. Oh, no, no, no. What he did, it was... It was they couldn't... Uh, they couldn't get it for some reason they could make it uncloak there was a deficiency in that model of bird of prey prey, which made it uncloakable and then the shields dropped temporarily while it cloaked temporarily for a split second and then he says fire and it takes about 30 seconds for the torpedo to hit the uh, the bird of prey but you know that that moment is just so satisfying it's one of the best fires in the whole of the star trek canon and it comes from Riker, which i'm a bit upset about but at the same time you know it's just that moment you just wanted Riker to just say fuck these bastards. You know, you wanted him to sort of like, all right, God, fuck you, you know, that sort of thing. You see, it does serve to the detriment of the the films especially because they're happy to put the swearing in a little bit more in the films Mm. because you can go to the PG, the 12, PG-13 kind of rating. Mm. But because it's never in there, the one or two words that they put in stand out so very badly that it's a comedic part of the film. Yeah, everyone pissed themselves when Data said shit. Yeah. Everyone pissed themselves. The Data thing I didn't mind so much because that was tied in a great deal with the emotion chip. I mean, especially when he's scanning for life forms and does the little song, which is one of my favourite moments in Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, but you right life forms. <laughs> but Rikers, we're through running from these bastards. Yeah. No. No. You want to hear Bashir say wanker once or twice, you know? <laughs> you know, something. <laughs> just, just once, you know. Wanker. wanker. Just as someone walks off. Yeah. O'Brien says something smart or you know, has trouble with Keiko again. It's just oh, fucking Now, wanker. there's a character who should have sworn all, all the, the time. time. O'Brien, yeah. The Irish uncommissioned officer. No way would he have been clean and respectful all the time. Mm. Not a chance. Yep. He'd have been... Picard's Transporter Room 2. Oh, not again, you fucking dick. Yes, uh... What was special what? about Transporter Room 2? I don't know. I think it was Transporter Room 1 or something, but O'Brien was three, always... Three, sorry. It was three. always... Transporter Room 3. What is happening in 1 and 2, two. that's such a bloody mess? They're too busy transporting people about the ship all the time. Maybe that's what they do. Yeah, you wonder why they have, like... 
turbo turbo lifts, lifts when you can just do that you know two to engineering mm. there you go maybe that's just the act of self-discipline it's better to walk maybe better but for the health walking to a turbo lift yeah that's very true actually there's no stairs no jeffrey's tubes mm. yeah why were there no stairs you could have had stairs they had jeffrey's tubes yeah. in case the turbo lifts broke down Mm. Which they often did. It added a nice little sinister element that not only had the lift broken, but now you have to crawl through a dark tunnel mm. and not walk, yeah. crawl. Why were the Jeffrey's tubes never well lit as well? You know, all that power and all those lighting. The lighting in Star Trek Next Gen is fucking awful anyway. There's it's, a lot of strip lighting, isn't there? Yeah, it's all fluorescence. There's no mood about any of it. Deep Space Nine, they got a bit of moodiness in there. Voyager, they got a bit of moodiness in there. But, you know... It's always like, go to Red Alert. Well, yeah, I can't see anything now because mm. it's all red and I can't see the, the distinctions between the colours anymore. So can we please put it back to normal? Cheers. Yeah, I Cheers, can't guys. see any just of the red buttons on my control panel now. It's just all red. And um, that was the stop and the go button for the ship. I can't yeah. see. Fire. I can't see the fire button. It's a big red button. Where is it? Is it this one? No, we've just ejected the warp core. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Uh, guys, can we turn the lights on again? You know. Yeah, can none, we just, of, none of that shit. None can, of that I, can I put big light on? Yeah, can I just yeah. put the big light on a second so I can see where the button is, please? You know, thank you. Cheers. <laughs> nice one. Fire. You'd have thought they'd have been a bit more an enterprise, especially towards the end when they would do anything in the last desperate throws to save a television series that yeah. should have been killed four seasons earlier. Yeah. Bakula, yeah, what's his name? Archer. He should have had a couple of in there. He was good. I liked Captain Archer. No edge. He no had edge. edge from time to time, right? It was a it was a tribute to bad writing more than anything, mm. Enterprise. You know, you can make a bad movie out of a good script, but you can't make a good movie out of a bad script. Yeah. And that was the problem with Enterprise. There was nothing for them to do because they crippled them in technology so much. They had nothing. They had no photon torpedoes, no shield, no... The phasers barely worked, and if they did, they weren't big enough to actually dent anything. Yeah. There were no transporters and all of that sort of thing. And so they couldn't do anything because everyone well, was better than them. Well, here's another perfect example. When It's, it's the first episode, isn't it? And they show them the, the transporter, mm. and then, they, you know, the first time ever... And no one says, fuck me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you just work. scrambled that object's molecules and relocated it somewhere else. Fuck me. Jesus. Is this the point we've gotten to now? That's crazy. I love the fact there are scientists genuinely working on it. Yeah. It was in the news the other day. They've successfully transported a molecule or something like that. Really? An atom. Something very wee. But they've done it. I don't know how you prove you've transported a particular atom. Yeah. You can't write your name on it and then send it somewhere else and go, Lois, that's the one with my name on Yeah, I've just marked this with a post-it note. Um, there it is. Because the argument is, well, it could be another atom. They're everywhere, you know. Yeah. Especially here on Earth, this big collection of atoms. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Britain Enterprise should have had a few in there. Malcolm. Malcolm and Tripp. I didn't like Malcolm. Malcolm the Brit who sounded like he was an American doing a bad British accent. Yeah. And that's his real voice, because I've seen him in other stuff. He was in Jungle to Jungle with Martin Short and Tim Allen. Right. Great cinematic event, if you've mm. never seen it. No. Uh, he was in that for 45 seconds, being the English guy, doing that voice. The guy who played Spike in Buffy... Yeah. Was far better. And he's a 
And he's American. He's, he's American. He yeah. was far more convincing as an English one person. One of the best ones, the guy who played Wesley in, in Angel and Buffy. Also he's good. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought for ages he actually was British, but he's got a very, very good British voice. Spike occasionally let it slip. Uh, one episode he said, um, patronise. Ah. Don't, don't patronise me. No, it's patronise if you're English. It's different pronunciation. That's it. But that might just be a testament to Joss Whedon rather than... Possibly. All that. Because it, it all just... Sh- it's they use the word wanker, so they can get away with it over there. I love it when they do that. When there's something that you get, either you might see it at somebody else's house when they've downloaded it off BitTorrent or something like that. Not here. Or an uncut version of something like The Simpsons or Buffy. It happens on The Simpsons a lot. They use the word wanker. Do they? And if you get it off the... If you see the internet American version, it's got it in, and they cut it out on Sky here. Uh, it's <laughs> the one with you 2 in, when Homer goes up on stage... Uh, try, whichever side is it? It's the one where he's running for sanitation officer with Steve Martin in, and, oh, you two yeah, are in yeah. it, and he goes on stage at the U2 concert, and Bono says wankers quite right. a lot throughout that episode, and it's all cut out of the Sky one. <laughs> They do that a lot. Also, they cut out a reference to Domino's Pizza being bad because in the UK, Domino's, Domino's sponsored the, the sponsor. Simpsons. Yeah. So we can't have that. No. Even though they're fantastically expensive and not really worth the money. No. But that's just... Okay. All Troy, and Crusher, Troy and Crusher, I think, should have had a bit of a bitch. Scotty. Yeah. Scotty should have... Again, with the chuntering. This is what it misses out, was chuntering. The under-the-breath muttering... <laughs> Tell me to do it in two fucking hours. I'll do it in four hours. I told you four hours. What you are you an engineer? Yeah. Are you an engineer? Do you want to come down here and fix this, <laughs> Scotty? Just just chill out, mate. Because <laughs> that happened, and then he'd have a little hip flask. Yeah, and next something, and next really like, oh, he's drinking again. He's fucking drinking again. Oh, oh, God, he's gonna be shouting later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just no bitching. There's just no bitching. They're all so nice. Yeah, and that's what make that's an unbelievable thing. Yeah, that just throws you off a little bit. I well, think. they tried to move that away, didn't they, with Deep Space Nine? They sort of had like conflicts where not every character got on very well. Deep Space and Nine was arguably better in se- in several ways than Next Gen. I think it's yeah. not my favorite. Next Gen is my favorite, but I think you could argue from a writing point of view, it was. Superior. It was better. Yeah. Um, Although the least popular of the tracks. I'd have thought Voyager was. No, Voyager's very popular for some God knows unknown reason. Um, What's the name? Jerry Ryan, the writer. Yeah. Now, she was the one... I saw her interview... Was Jerry Ryan seven of nine? Oh, yes, she was. What, whose name is it? It's something similar, I know what you mean, yeah. Yes, but you're right, that's Seven of Nine, that's where <laughs> I got the name from. Um, one of the writers, who was the woman who was responsible for all the... Some of all next the, gen. the soppy next-gen ones. That's the right. ones that we'd watch and you'd be pissed off that, that they'd wasted an episode on that rubbish. Yeah. Um, and she was one of the primary writers on Voyager. So straight away you knew this was not going to be an action-packed super series. It was all going to be sort of deep, meaningful, heartfelt, relationship-based shows. And that's not what Star Trek's about. But relationships with characters he didn't give a shit about as well. With Harry Kim, the Wesley Crusher of Voyager. He was worse than Wesley Crusher, arguably, though. Do you think? Yeah. I didn't mind him as much because at least he had a right to be there. 
he'd yeah, been to he, the academy. To the academy. He earned his yeah. ensignship. Is that a word? He'd earned his his ensign rank, and I didn't mind that at all. Plus, he was at the back, out of the way, not doing. He wasn't flying the damn ship. No, in, in Voyager, they let the convict fly, fly the, the ship. ship. They didn't have much choice in that matter, though, because their pilot got killed. Did they? yeah, but didn't they go and fetch him? No, the pilot. Well, they, well, they fetched him because he was a member of the Marquis, wasn't he? No. Or, he or he was a criminal associated with the Marquis. We're going to have to go back and check that. Or something like that. I, I don't want to watch Caretaker again. But no, it's but, been a long time since I've But seen I know Caretaker. that the pilot was a trill. I can remember that much. The All pilot right. was a, a hot trill who got killed along with the first officer, and hence Chakotay became the first officer, and he became the pilot because they're pilot and their first officer and whoever the other one was. See, that's another thing. There are no obnoxiously ugly humans in Star Trek. Yeah. Any grossness in a character will come from an alien gross character. Yeah. There's never any ugly, ugly people. I mean, I understand why there's no fat people or anything like that because mm-hmm. of medical advancements. Although but Scotty I'd, had put a few pies in. Yes, he had, hadn't he? Yeah. But I don't believe there would be no ugly people. But there aren't any ugly people yeah. in Star Trek. Odd that. It's very odd. But then there's no ugly people in Hollywood either. Ah, but a lot of that's fake. Yeah. A great deal of that. Maybe maybe cosmetic surgery is just acceptable in the 24th century. I mean, they do all that stuff with uh, changing people's faces to look like aliens and that's stuff like that. That's very true. You just say, oh, can you fix that bump on my nose when you change me back? <laughs> and yeah. all of that. No worries. That'd be cool. Halloween must be amazing on the Enterprise. <laughs> and Sick Bay would be so busy in the days leading up to it, just surgically altering children to look like Freddy Krueger and... Yeah, a ghost and Yoda. Yep, all the other kids on the ship as well. That's maybe why they didn't swear on Next Gen so much. What? Not around the children. Not around the children. You know. Hmm. Oh fucking shit! The Romulans are decloaked again. Ah oh, fuck! The Ferengis are here. Quiet. Wesley's, West, Wesley's here. Wesley's here. Yeah. Don't They'll have nightmares, <laughs> and then we'll have to have an episode about Wesley and his nightmares, <laughs> and how they become real and. Oh, dear. Yeah, send him off through space and time. Maybe he'll never find us again. Mm. (laughs) He did. We did. But they cut him. They deleted it. Yeah. Good Good move. Good move on Did he have any lines in Nemesis that were cut? Probably. I mean, he's there, isn't he? You can see him on one of the wide shots on one of the tables, but then, like, his actual scenes were cut or something like that. I've never seen the deleted scenes from Nemesis. Um, There's not many. There's, like, but there's, there's apparently they deleted about an hour's worth of stuff. But they only put, like, three or four on. There's the alternative ending. Mm. Have you seen the alternative ending? Well, they put a seatbelt in. Yeah. It, and he it's, says it's, it's about, about time. time. Yeah. I'd have loved that. That should have been the ending. It was a bit better. It's far better than talking to... B4 and then... B4. Yeah. <sighs> God, it's so easy to pick out the problems with Star Trek that it doesn't sound like I actually... Like it. Like it in the but, slightest. But we do. We kind of live with the problems, don't it's we? It's one of my all-time favourite things. And I think the fact that we can pick this much to death yet still feel we can do an entire podcast about Star Trek goes some way to showing that it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and another thing. No one ever really expresses attraction in the 23rd and the 24th century, do they? Now then, hang on, right? Because expressing attraction sort of means, I think you're a very beautiful woman and uh, I'd like to sleep with you now. But it doesn't actually say, I'd like to sleep with you now. It's just, I think you're a very beautiful woman. And then we 
fade out and fade back in again and it's the next morning and he's wearing a dressing gown Riker that is but you know you never have you know just like Riker seeing some hot lieutenant walk down the street and like walk down the corridor and turn, wing to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, turn to Geordie and it's just like fucking hell look I at that do ass. Her. Yeah. I do her don't, you like, don't, don't yeah. you like the new regulation uniforms where they just figure hug that tight yeah. ass god but there was an I, on TV the other day. It was the one the the original series episode where they rehashed the unaired pilot into it. Oh, what where it flashes back with Captain, Captain Pike. Pike and yeah, yeah. And there were bits in that, and I suppose consequently the unaired pilot as well, where he's in this cell captured by aliens, mm-hmm. and they beam down three women that the aliens have chosen to perhaps for him to pick one to mate with and he's the alien is telling him about these three women and the gist of what he says is these three all really fancy you but that one's really mucky (laughs) (laughs) it's a brilliant scene he's like we've read the minds of all the females and these three are the ones most attracted to you we've however selected this one as being the most compromising and uh, dirty and yeah it was just alien but she's mucky mate you want that one that you want that dirty one. whore it's, the, it's always in. the ginger ones it's always the ginger ones See, this is why we like Captain Pike yeah what? and then the closing scene on the ship was the ginger one going up to him going you know if you had to pick one of us which one would you have picked and he kind of gives that look of well, you, you mucky bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's all implicit again. It's like... Um, but again, it's that... It works on Saturday tea times. Yeah. And all of that. It goes on Sky One at six o'clock or all day on Sunday. Yeah. Sort of thing. I mean, as they say, there's always an episode of Star Trek playing somewhere in the world. Yeah, but there's no, yeah, there's no ever... <clears throat> there's never any um, on the pull, though, is there? You know, you know they don't get... Uh, Bashir and uh, Cisco go out looking for some hotties. It would be implied in Voyager with Tom Paris and Ensign Kim in, like, the first season when they were still sort of on the, well, we might have to repopulate our ship sort of thing, which would be your first pulling line as soon as you're caught in another universe. Well, maybe we've got to keep the human race going. Yeah, we don't know what's happened to anyone else. We need to keep it going. You can't see the action I'm doing, which is probably, <laughs> it's a, good probably thing. a very good thing. Like, yeah. He's humping in the way of the microphone. <laughs> it's how you pull. Yep. <laughs> I've never used that one before. I've never. I like, don't recommend like, you do. Don't I don't recommend, recommend you do that it. one. It's like the line in uh, that episode of uh, Red Dwarf where um, Rimmer's uh, told that he's going to sleep with Kachansky, and she's just like, uh, "This is the first time I've ever been seduced by predeterminism theory." First time I've ever used it as well. <laughs> we're going to sleep together. She said we're going to sleep together. We're going to sleep together. Mm-hmm. She knows the future. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. You can't help it. Well, what, why, why, would I, why would I do that? Maybe you get blind drunk. Doesn't excuse my other four senses, though, does it? Good. That's a good episode, that one. But, yeah, none of that. So shall we leave this one, then? Yeah, I think we've not? covered quite closely why, why there should be or shouldn't be should be more swearing in Star Trek you know Tasha Yar gets nailed you know thrown across Tasha Yar's dead no one smashes up anything fuck there would be at at least they didn't make up a word yes no one said frag or frack or frack or smeg um, smeg. no we forgive smeg we forgive smeg's alright for some reason I don't know how they get around it firefly best way of doing it speak Chinese 
See, that was a smashing idea. That was a very clever idea. And perhaps another fa- failing of Star Trek that they didn't sort of... Well, no, that's not true, because they did mix up languages, but it's all universally translated and that sort of thing. Yeah. Another thing people are actually working on in real life. Really? Yeah. Another case of Star Trek influencing real Could you imagine science. the universal translators break down on the ship for some reason? They have a power loss and no one can speak, you know, and so it's like Jean-Luc Picard comes up to Riker and says something, and Riker says, I don't, don't speak French. I'm not speaking French. I'm not speaking. Yes, you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But are you... I don't... Oh, it's weird now. Yeah. Confuse myself. Um, but... Uh, sorry, I went off on one then in my own <laughs> head and it was just into a wall. One of the... Uh, into a wall. Uh, into a wall. Like a fly trap behind a window. Yeah. Um, right Watch, then. Right, right okay. Uh, well, I hope you enjoyed this show as well. Um, if there... Like we said last week, if there are any topics that you'd like to hear us discuss on the matter of Star Trek, uh, then please write in and let us know. And yeah. We will duly consider them make it so at simplysyndicated.com excellent that's the email address so we'll be back next week with another one excellent see you next week then